This is the Summit Life Ministries audio experience. Hi, welcome to the Age Changer Show brought to you by Summit Life Ministries. My name is Carmen Furrow. This is Lynn Furrow, my husband and the founder of Summit Life Ministries. We have a good time doing our show. And this is my wife. <laughs> um, the mission at Summit Life is to elevate, equip, and empower. Say it with me. Elevate, equip, and empower. And empower, yes. <laughs> elevate the church's vision to see our identity through God's eternal purpose. Equip believers to live with an eternal perspective. And empower believers to live supernatural lifestyles in faith-filled obedience. We have been talking this week about really the ascension and exaltation of Jesus and what that means for us and in, in our identity, which is a part of what we just were saying with our mission. So just to refocus us, the ascension and exaltation of Christ. What impact does it have on me? How do I um, interact, with, interact with that truth? Yeah. So we've been talking about Jesus being the pattern son. Mm -hmm. He came to reveal to us the father, but he also established for us a spiritual pattern mm -hmm. that becomes a pathway that we understand how God works our identity into us as mm -hmm. his sons and daughters. So we don't think that we can bypass the cross if he right. walked through the cross. Uh, and And truly... Many Christians would love to just go on to resurrection and ascension life <laughs> and bypass the cross. But no, we want to embrace the cross, fellowship with him and his suffering, which allows us then to be begin to know dimensions of his resurrection mm -hmm. life and power, and then also to allow God uh, to bring us into what I call ascension life, or where God can bring promotion uh, he can enlarge us. He can entrust us with greater degrees of authority because uh, we are the household of God. We're his family. We're known by his name. Jesus is now the head of a new humanity, a new human family. And by adoption and by the spirit of adoption, he has brought me into that family and that I know my God as my Father. I am able to know God the way Jesus knew God, the way Jesus knew the Father, and his experience, his relationship, his intimacy with the Father now is available to me, that I can be loved by God the way God the Father loves Jesus. And, and that's what Jesus prayed in John 17, that, Father, that they would uh, be loved by you the way you have loved me. What a powerful reality. And so we are his sons, we are his daughters, but then in the kingdom, there comes this responsibility, the weight of kingdom responsibilities, because we are regents now in the kingdom. Hmm. When I say this, some people struggle when I say this, but when I say that you're family, you are a royal family. You are a part of the aristocracy of heaven now. Jesus being our, our ancestor, spiritual ancestor, right. uh, and relative, 
has been highly exalted and given the highest name and rank Mm -hmm. in heaven. And he has been named king of the universe, where in Matthew 28, 19, he just didn't say all power and authority has been given to me as the second Adam, as the second man over what Adam had dominion over the planet. No, he said, hey, we've got an upgrade. (laughs) We got a major upgrade. I can remember I was going on a mission trip, Carmen, to Africa, (laughs) and they oversold the seats and... Uh, I was trying to lead a team. There were a number of team members, and it was a mess. And they they called the seats out for some of our team members, but then other others of us uh, were waiting to see if we could get aboard. And and so, if you've ever been a team leader where you're navigating those type of uh, circumstances, it it wasn't very easy. Mm-hmm. But I can remember when they I I went to the the folks that were there. Uh, with our airline, and I told them, I said, we're, we're, I'm leading a team, and we all have to be on this aircraft, or I'm going to have you to disembark those that have already gotten on. And they said, okay, thank you for telling us that. We're going to work to see if we can get all of you on. Mm-hmm. Well, we were, there were two of us, and and we two were... Two of you left, right? Two you of us left, and we were the, one of the last ones seated. And I'll never forget when they they... <laughs> Uh, called my name and they they gave me the ticket and the boarding pass and all that good stuff and I walked down and boarded the aircraft and my original ticket was of course in coach it was it was in the old days what they would call steerage you know um, I was going to be stuck for a, you know a 14-hour flight between people and it was going to be uncomfortable, but I had mentally prepared myself for that. And the lady goes, no, you're not going there. She goes, you're going to go into first class. And it, it was one of those moments <laughs> where I, I had never experienced that yeah. type of up, upgrade. And I have a confession to make. Once you are on a, uh, you know, crossing over the an ocean, you know, a long flight like that um you were ruined weren't you? <laughs> yeah uh it was like i never want to go back to coach because you're able to recline you're able to sleep you were able to you know enjoy an upgrade in food as well i can remember that i had a lamb, a lamb and wine sauce it was fantastic well that was a little natural upgrade well when jesus said all authority is given to me in heaven mm. and in earth. That was an upgrade for the human race. Yeah. Because now the head of our human family, those that are a part of the new humanity, that are are now a part of those that are being given possession of a new heavens and a new earth where there is the dwelling of perfection and righteousness. Mm. Well, I tell you what, uh, we we have to come to grips that uh, we're not there just to be a spectator mm-hmm. uh, in regards to enjoying one of our re- relatives who has been enthroned as king of the universe. No, the family has been entrusted with an authority, a delegated authority, but also a kingdom responsibility. Yeah. When Jesus said to his disciples, because he wanted to stabilize their heart, when he said, 
it is time for me to depart. It's time for me to, to return back to the Father. But he said, do not allow your heart to be troubled by this. If you believe in God, believe also in me. And then he said, in my Father's house, there are many places. King James says many mansions. Other people say many rooms. But the, the purest translation of the Greek word is there are many places. And when you look at that word in the Greek, it refers to a, a dimension of dominion and authority. Mm -hmm. It's talking about a rank. It's talking about a place in heaven, not just some place for you to have a roof right. over your head right. or a room in Papa's house, which I do believe that there are spiritual dwellings. But he's really talking about, I'm going to give, have you have a place in the kingdom. Mm, uh, and that's why Peter and John in the Revelation and Peter in his epistles uh, unpack for us that we are king priest, that we have a, a priestliness before the Lord, a sense of priestliness before the Lord, where our primary ministry is to the Lord himself because we are a part of his court. Mm -hmm. And if you're invited to the court of the king, your primary responsibility in the court is to minister unto the king. It's not for you to enjoy the environment of the court and you use it for your mm -hmm. own advantage. It's not about you. It's Even not about you. In the king's court. When you're at the king's table in the king's court, there is one person that everything centers around <laughs> and that's the throne, the king. Yeah. And you're there to serve at his pleasure. his pleasure. And so we want to embrace our priesthood before the Lord. And we want to maintain a sense of priestliness before our God, where we understand our primary ministry and role is ministry unto him, to worship him in the beauty of his holiness. But then our king makes decrees. He gives commands. He issues forth his intent and his purpose. And he sends us from his presence on mission with him. Mm -hmm. And so we go forth and we carry out the instruction of the king. And he has given us what Jesus described as keys of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. Keys of authority that represent that if you have keys to a kingdom, it means that you can lock and unlock mm -hmm. things. The king has given you access to what he has access to. Mm -hmm. And he wants you then, if there are, there are things that he wants shut down and locked up and restricted, he's given you the ability to, to restrict it based upon his instruction to you. Mm -hmm. So we have keys of the kingdom that bind, that restrict and restrain, but also unlock and release heaven into earth. We need to understand this pattern of authority and responsibility that God gives us because we've been raised uh, in Christ so that we could be elevated. People may feel uncomfortable about the term exaltation. We don't have uh, a problem with that when we talk about Jesus because mm -hmm. it says God has highly exalted him. him. Mm -hmm. But promotion, Carmen, does not come from the East or the West, but it comes from the Lord. That's right. And clearly in the old covenant, it said that God would make his people the head 
and not the tail. They would be above and not beneath. Well, if the old covenant, which was an inferior covenant, had that type of covenant promise and blessing and promotion, Mm -hmm. do we feel that the new covenant that is without defect and the Mm -hmm. defect of the old was the weakness of our frail, sinful flesh to obey God's commandment Mm -hmm. so that blessing could be released to us. So that type of promotion could come to us. But in the new covenant, it is not conditional based upon whether my weak flesh can comply or conform to a level of obedience and righteousness Mm -hmm. before God. It's based upon the obedience and the perfection of the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, Mm -hmm. which is now received by us through faith, Mm -hmm. by grace, Mm -hmm. through faith. And it's not something that I boast over that, hey, these promises now are available to me because I think that I've earned it or I've deserved it. No, it comes by the power of God. Mm -hmm. You've been raised with him in newness of life because of the power of the resurrection. But also now, and this is where we want to finish today, where he is now elevating the church. He is exalting his church. He's making it uh, to be a part of the expression of his headship over all things so that in all things he has the preeminence. And 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 I know that in rapid fire succession, I'm, I'm referring to a lot of scriptures, mm-hmm. but I love this thing where he said uh, that the God of peace, the God of, mm-hmm. of angel armies, the Lord of hosts will soon crush Satan under your feet. So when he elevates you in resurrection life, when he promotes you, when he seats you with his son in heavenly places. It is so that Satan and all of his works and all of his power can be under your feet and subjected. And not only, not only in, a, in a form of submission, but it said that he would be crushed under, mm-hmm. your, seat, uh, under your feet. In other words, there is this, this power that God is, is giving the church in his promotion of his people that will have a crushing, defeating effect upon the kingdom of darkness. Now, I want us to quickly look at Ephesians chapter one, and I want to, in a very explicit way, confirm to you what I've been saying about how that as sons and daughters of God, we're following in the footsteps of our forerunner and this spiritual pattern And these prophetic principles are at work in our life of death, burial, resurrection, but also ascension. And I should have been over there already. That's okay. You were saying something earlier. You were clarifying between we didn't have a problem with Christ being exalted. And then the contrast is that we are um, promoted, that we have this position. Obviously, we are not the only begotten son, Son of God, but He's the pattern, and we are following him in the way to the father so there is a promotion and a uh, lifting us up because of of who he is really as long as we're hidden yes in him yes 
You know, I've used this illustration many times to illustrate what we read in this passage of Scripture, and we're, I may save it till the next episode, but let me just go ahead and read it, and okay. then maybe we'll pick it up uh, after the reading of this passage of Scripture. But it in verse 19 of Ephesians 1, this apostolic prayer that we've talked about, it talked about how God released the exceeding greatness mm-hmm. of his power to usward who believe. The resurrection, again, was this exhibition. It says, and that power worked in Christ. This is verse 20 of chapter one. When he raised him from the dead, that's the resurrection. But then, and there was a continuation. The raising was for an intention. Seated him at his right hand. And then I love how the Greek language and how it's translated in the English translation, in the heavenly places. So there are heavenly realms, and every realm has a dimension of authority. Who's in charge of that realm? Hmm. And there are angelic ranks and orders uh, that have been given dominion over certain heavenly realms. But you see the realm that he was exalted to the realm that he was taken up into. And it has the definitive article in the Greek, the heavenly realm, the heavenly place. No other realm is above him. Mm-hmm. He is in the highest realm in heaven, far above all rule, authority, power, and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church. And I know that's where we left off last week. Jesus did this, you know, uh, in a way I want to say not for himself. Mm -hmm. His exaltation was not only for his sole benefit. I'll put it that way. Mm -hmm. He was doing this on our behalf for us, knowing that uh, if this inheritance and his conquest over the powers of darkness, breaking the, 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 the darkness of the age that held man in captivity, he knew that he could bring us into his kingdom, that there would be a new kingdom, there would be a new reign, mm-hmm. that it would be a kingdom of light, a kingdom of freedom, a kingdom of love, joy, peace, the environment, the conditions, the climate would totally change. And it says that he did this on behalf of the church. And now he reigns. He was willing to allow the father to give him this responsibility, the privilege, but also the responsibility Mm -hmm. of reigning over all things so that his called out ones could enjoy what he is enjoying. It is the Father's good pleasure to give it, uh, us the kingdom. And then it says this, the church is his body, the full expression of him, the full expression of who Christ mm-hmm. is, who fills all in all. This tells us that we're also in the process of being exalted, 
we're, mm. we, we are ascending, we're being seated, and we're being exalted because he wants his church to fully express the life that he is living. Mm. And right now, Jesus is living an ascended, ascension, exalted life. And this is why Paul went on to say in Ephesians chapter 2, says, by grace you have been saved and raised up. You've also been saved, delivered. That's mm -hmm. the work of the cross. But you've been raised. This is what you're being made, elevated uh, in Christ. It says, but also you are ascended and now exalted. It says, you've been raised up with him and he has seated us with him and here it is again, in the highest realm in heaven, wow. in Jesus Christ. So Jesus wants us to enjoy the life that he is living in the favored position that the Father has given him at his right hand. Well, that's a lot of content, but I want us to fully allow the word of God to, to create an expectancy in us, an anticipation in us, which is the spirit of hope. Mm -hmm. can, I, can I just go on and say this? When Jesus said that the Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth and show you things to come. When I was young and immature, I used to think that the things to come was what's going to happen in the next decade. So <laughs> oh. what is going to happen in 2030? What's going to happen in 2040? Uh, no, the things that are coming are, are, is the age to come. It, it is where he is taking us in Christ. And so through Jesus, the patterned son, I get the framework of peering through him and his life experience and what he is enjoying now to be able to allow the Holy Spirit to bring about an anticipation in me of, wow, this is what an invitation. Yeah. What a what a powerful uh, invitation that we have to live life in Christ Jesus. That I abide in Him, so that that I enjoy His life experience, but allow Him to live in me, mm -hmm. and and that that fullness, that grace, and the fullness of who Jesus is becomes a reality in me. Well, love you guys. And we're going to jump right back into it tomorrow. It's good to have that picture because our hope is living. He, Jesus is our living hope and, and we can release our faith and walk and be stretched and grow with our hope set on what we have our eyes fixed on in the unseen, not just what we see. Anyway, I'm being stretched. I hope that you're feeling that, that, that the expansion of God helped me to understand that. And if you're not understanding, we're all growing in understanding. So press in and re remember to ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, illuminate your word inside of me. You, see, you search the deep things of God so you can show me, Holy Spirit. It's, it's what you do. So thank you for sharing and for causing me to grow. It's yeah. good. <laughs> Um, if you would like more information about Summit Life Ministries, you can check out summitlifeministries.com. Also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you can follow us, like us, subscribe to our channel. 
Um, and please share this information. It's good for the body of Christ to grow. We can encourage one another um, to love and good works, to to walk this life knowing that we're not alone. We're walking it together, encouraging one another. Um, if you have questions or when you have questions, um, listening to these episodes, please share those with us because we would like to address those um, and make sure we cover that information to help encourage and edify you. God bless you. Enjoy this week as you get ready to celebrate Christmas. We love you. What's up, everybody? This is Josh Furrow from the Summit Life Ministries team. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, and have a blessed week.